Hello and welcome to one of the audio stories from the summer 2016 print edition of Real Lifestyle Dealer magazine. In this story, contributing writer Mike Wiles explains a wide range of options dealers have for selling niche attachments. How to sell, uncovering specialty sales. Everyone in the equipment business loves retailing the big ticket items, but those smaller niche attachments are sometimes what pay the bills. Have you ever had a customer negotiate you down to the bare minimum on a tractor, but when you added the rock brake, box blade, post hole digger, finish mower, and blade at full price, you ended up with a nice profit margin? If the answer is yes, you know the value of those small pieces that make a tractor more productive and a dealership more profitable. Before we discuss selling niche attachments, it's necessary to define the category. Niche attachments are those small items that can be impulse buys when customers are purchasing new tractors and fulfill a fairly specific need with the operation of the tractor. We poll dealers in a broad cross-section of the country seeking input on what attachments are their favorites and found that the big sellers are fairly consistent. Dealers also share techniques about what brings success in selling niche attachments and which ones make economic sense to stock. Stocking Variety Steve McMaster, owner of McMaster New Holland in Decatur, Texas, sells New Holland as well as Mahindra, Bushhog, Holscher, and a variety of attachments. We sell large quantities of pallet forks, hay spikes, post hole diggers, rotary tillers, and grapple buckets. We found that you have to maintain a large stock of them. For example, you need different lengths of forks on your forklift attachments and different numbers of spikes for the bale spears. The first thing with selling them is to have what they want when they want it, he says. You also have to buy the right price and we buy large quantities of those items, so we try to have the most competitive price around. We try to have a selection of various other attachments as well. Having a large display in your yard really catches the eye of the customer. If you have highway frontage, it's good to have different attachments mounted on six or seven tractors, because people are always looking for attachments, he says. While the small items tend to make a higher percentage of returns than almost anything else McMaster sells, he advises that proper planning is important to maintain that margin. We try to really keep an eye on turning the products. You want to avoid interest. You can't make it back. Your larger quantities qualify for free freight most of the time. This is a goal you need to try to reach. Freight can take up a large part of your profit, he says. A lot of McMaster sales are part of tractor packages. 85% of the buyers are asking, what kind of package deal can you make for me? Package deals are popular in our area, and those small attachments fall into that category. Some of the tractor manufacturers are offering really good prices on their attachments to promote brand loyalty. Many times, you have to sell the items to get low-rate financing. Packages are one of the best forms of advertising to move to small items. McMaster admits he's encountered a few items that he thought would be huge and weren't. We thought wood chippers would be a big seller, and they just never took off in our area, he says. Educating Buyers Brian Mattmiller, Corporate Inventory Manager for Swiderski Equipment with stores in Mosinee, Wausau, Thorpe, Ontego, and Walpaca, Wisconsin, says the usual items at all locations are pallet forks, buckets, bale spears, and some grapples. The dealership carries New Holland, Agco, Massey Ferguson, Bobcat, Coyote, Woods, and Deucin. Matt Miller says one of the keys to being successful is customer education. We've always been very good at product knowledge at our locations, and having that knowledge is very important when a customer is pricing you at numerous dealerships and across different brands. With the abundance of information readily available on the internet, many of the customers have already made their decision before they walk into your dealership or call you on the phone. Benefits of the products definitely need to be touched on when one attachment costs hundreds of dollars more than the other. But at this point, the customer has done his research. The focus is then on matching those benefits to the customer's needs, he says. Carefully picking suppliers also helps ensure long-term profitability. 
With attachments, shipments become immediate paid inventory, so you have to be careful of stocking and manage it closely. Some product reps will push equipment on you for their sale and let you worry about the problem of too much in stock. Attachments can be trendy, and the companies we like to work with don't push inventory on us and really work with us to stock the correct equipment at the correct times, Matt Miller says. We like to do research with our customers before we will stock anything, and it takes a few sales before we even think about stocking a specialized equipment. A rule of thumb would be, unless you turn an attachment three or four times a year, don't plan on stocking the unit. To grow your profit in the attachment business, stick to what sells. It's as simple as that. There will be items that you will get stuck with, but the key is not to burn your profit up with your paid inventory, he says. Matt Miller says, listening to your customer is a necessity. Like everyone in the industry right now, stock levels are decreasing. Trying to get longer terms on attachments will hopefully be in the future, so we can raise stocking levels, which would improve sales, but it would just depend on the manufacturers. Buying and Volume Harold Powell, owner of Powell Tractor Incorporated in Greenville, Alabama, sells Kubota tractors and Land Pride, Bush Hog, and Monroe Toughline equipment. Powell says his favorite attachments are pallet forks, buckets, hay spears, tillers, and post hole diggers. We sell them in volume, and we stock them. We don't have to order them. The average dealer cannot afford to use the manufacturer's floor plan arrangements. If the company has a long-term payment plan, it usually drives up the price. Some offer 30, 60, or 90 days same as cash. But you have to buy in quantity and pay for them in order to be competitive. Powell is in a poultry area, and he has found a niche related to that industry. We sell a lot of odd buckets. That can include quick-attached buckets for non-skid steer, compatible and obsolete loaders, and also older pin-on replacement buckets. Kubota says most new tractor markets will supply a tractor with a skid steer hookup, but they don't supply an extra-large capacity bucket that is typically used in our area in chicken houses. We'll stock up to an 8-foot bucket in medium and heavy-duty models, he says. Powell gives a lot of credit for selling niche attachments to the original territory manager from Ford Motor Company, who set him up as a dealer in 1971. He told me, never sell one of a kind. In other words, don't stock what you can't sell in quantity. We have criteria that we use to determine if we stock or not. We have to sell one every six months or we don't keep it on the lot, he says. Powell also recommends avoiding the temptation to try to be the cheapest dealer in the region when selling attachments. That was the second piece of advice that the territory manager gave Powell. Avoid selling light duty anything. If it won't do the work, pass it up. We always sell the good ones. We try to buy the highest quality we can get at the cheapest price. Tillers are an example. You can buy a 5-foot tiller hundreds of dollars cheaper from a competitor, but it won't hold up to use in a chicken house. We also make it a policy not to service cheaper items sold by another dealer. You can spend more money on service than you can regain, unless you sold it originally and you know it's serviceable, he says. Powell says he gets a lot of calls for a 3-point backhoe to fit a 20-horsepower tractor, but he avoids the temptation to stock the product or go after that market. The customer thinks he can clear a 20-acre field of stumps with that setup, and he won't live long enough for that, he says. Displays sell. John Caldana, owner of Clinton Tractor in Clinton, New York, is a New Holland and Massey Ferguson dealer with a big tool chest of attachment suppliers, including Bushhog, Woods, Worksaver, Taylor Pittsburgh, Paladin Group, Wilgering, Holscher, Denuser, and HLA attachments. Pallet forks, bell huggers, bell grabbers, and bell spears are the most popular items in his area. Caledonna feels the single most important component to success in selling small niche attachments is how they're displayed. We have a road dedicated in our sales yard to just implements. 
We also put a price on every implement and include a short description of specifications on a yellow plastic hang tag that interlocks. The attachments are complete, with mounting kits installed and hoses and couplers. They're priced the way so people can shop 24-7 in our yard. We're not gated a lot. We have people driving up and down the display, shopping on Sundays, holidays, and evenings. When I go shopping, if something I'm interested in isn't priced, I won't go to find someone to ask. I just move on. So, I want my product in the yard priced, he says. Caledonis says having all items priced is not only a marketing tool, but it saves time as well. You always get customers rolling in who want to know how much something is, and at the same time, you have two or three more people in line. While you're looking up a $700 set of pallet forks, you may miss a much bigger sale. Having it priced takes half the work out of the process. In addition to pricing, organization of the display is important, Caledonis says. A key thing to our dedicated row is keeping the equipment display neat and orderly. It's spaced so people can walk through comfortably and actually get a 360 degree view of each implement. We put screws in a row, forks in a row, and all the attachments are grouped together for easy shopping. We also put the skid loaders and tractors in the front row with various attachments mounted with some of the more expensive attachments. For instance, we'll display a skid loader mounted with a brush hog or grapple bucket, he says. Caledonna says maintaining the display can be time consuming. That's all a training factor for the yard guy. He knows how we like it to look and I lock the display every day, along with six other family members who are involved in the business to make sure it's organized right, he says. Caldana admits that not every venture into the niche attachment selling has met with success. A few years ago, we picked up a product that was supposed to grab feed coming out of egg bags. That thing sat there for seven or eight years before I licked my wounds and sent it to an auction, he says. And that's the end of this story. For more audio stories from Real Lifestyle Dealer, visit reallifestyledealer.com slash audio.